Welcome back. Bill Kelly Show, 900 CHML. Happy Friday. Kind of a miserable-looking day today, weather-wise, anyway. Some showers off and on, as uh, you heard uh, from the CHML Weather Center. Uh, and, uh, well, it's going to rain on Sunday, too, but tomorrow's going to be a good day, and that's that's exceptionally good. And I'll tell you why in just a couple of seconds. Uh, coming up with the program today, Education Minister Lisa Thompson will join us just after 11 o'clock. We're uh, told that the ministry has good news for boards of education right across the province of Ontario. Uh, you may recall that uh, a couple of weeks ago when they announced their education reforms, uh, and basically it was going to be less money, adding to classrooms, etc. And the boards of education started crunching the numbers, and uh, it was problematic. And uh, they sent out notices to a number of teachers. And this is not just happening in Hamilton. It happened to boards right across the province. Uh, a number of teachers saying, look, at, uh, we don't know if there's going to be a job for you here in September. Well, apparently the government is responding to that. And we'll find out uh, from the minister herself just after 11 o'clock this morning what the plan is and how they intend to do that. Uh, also, Tech Talk, uh, Friday, of course, Adam Oldfield's going to be here at 11.35 this morning uh, with uh, Tech Talk, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the program today. Now, I mentioned that uh, I'm glad the weather's going to be nice tomorrow. It's going to be sunny and a little bit cool, but a nice day, pro- and problematically. Uh, you don't want to have rainy weather because it's a big day tomorrow. It's the season opener for Hamilton's Soccer Club. Yeah, that's right. Forge FC uh, gets it rocking tomorrow at Tim Horton Field. And to give us the lowdown on what's happening, why it's happening, and how much fun this is going to be, uh, we're pleased to uh, welcome the owner of Hamilton Forge FC, the caretaker. Bob Young joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Oh, so much better for hearing your smiling voice. <laughs> well, listen, I'm I'm am excited about this. We got eight tickets. I mean, the, you know, we're going to be taking up a whole row, I think, at the stadium tomorrow. Uh, and I'm, there's a lot of anticipation in this community for this, Bob. Yeah, you want to get there early. We we have a whole bunch of uh, fun things starting uh, well before the game, and and unlike CFL football games that start a few minutes after the. Uh, start time. This one's going to start uh, on the nose, but but yeah, you want to be in your seats by twelve thirty at the latest, and and it, because we're not just launching a, a soccer team, we're launching a league, a cross Canada soccer league, uh, literally from Victoria, BC to Halifax, Nova Scotia. And so this couldn't be more exciting tomorrow. Well, you know, when the, the football thing was going on and the field thing was going on and the Pan Am games things were going on, and, you know, we got finally we got our stadium. It took a little while, as you may recall. I don't want to go over that stuff again. But you promised a soccer team. Now, and you haven't just delivered a soccer team, Bob. You promised that you got us a league, too, and that that's no easy task. Well, well, that's the cute thing. After we we uh, we uh, got to come by y'all with the city and the province on the new stadium, uh, we realized we had signed a lease with the city, a 20-year lease, where we committed to bringing professional soccer to the stadium as well. And we realized there weren't, we didn't want to play in any of the other leagues. We didn't want to play in the American MLS League. Uh, we didn't want to play in the second-tier NASL uh, kind of leagues at the time. Uh, so we, we realized what we were going to do is we were going to launch a one-team league. <laughs> which a bit of a problem there. Yeah. So we did. We launched our one-team league, and then we had to go and find uh, other teams to play in, in the CPL. And and that's been the fun part of this whole adventure, is the whole of the Canadian soccer community from coast to coast has been dying for this league. When we hold events, you know, people who had been involved in previous attempts to bring soccer leagues to Canada... Um, 
instead of, you know, being standoffish or being jealous or whatever, we're so enthusiastically supportive of what we are trying to do that it's just been a great pleasure. Well, and it's it's a unique league. I mean, you know, we call it Canadian, and people say, yeah, well, you know, you're going to have to get guys from other parts of the world here. There's a strong, strong accent towards Canadian and developing Canadian talent in this league. Well, yeah, I mean, the reality is, that, let's talk about one of the the uh, embarrassments of Canadian international sport. We're one of the uh, biggest countries in the world. We're certainly one of the uh, the wealthiest, most successful countries in the world. We're in the top 10 world economies. And yet our, our men's soccer team typically plays at somewhere up near a hundredth in the world. Uh, we virtually never get invited to the World Cup. Uh, and the Canadian Soccer Association, to give them credit, Victor Montagliani, um, who's been promoted now as the head of the CONCACAF region for, for world soccer, um, and, and Scott recognized that there's a big opportunity here to, by building a successful Canadian professional league, we are going to directly impact the quality of play of the Canadian men's national team. And our goal is nothing less than ensuring Canada plays in the World Cup every four years. And and because of that uh, that goal, obviously, the, you've set ratios here that uh, this is really going to be uh, a, an opportunity for players. And we do have some some pretty decent soccer players in this country. The problem is, is that when they got finished, whatever it was, maybe even up at a university, uh, there was nowhere for them to go. I mean, you know, if they were really good, they probably got a scholarship to go down to uh, some college in the States and play. But when they got that done, maybe, what, go to Europe or something? Now they've got a home. Now they've got a chance to develop and to show their skills. Yeah, Bill, you and I uh, remember this back when we were kids. You are not, are no longer great athletes, but, but when we were kids in high school, the athletes were the athletes. In other words, if my cousin Bill, who was a great athlete, was a better soccer player than I was, but he was a better hockey player and a better uh, baseball player. It, it didn't matter what the sport was. Bill was just simply more coordinated uh, and, and just uh, had a better brain for sports than I did. And um, uh, and so all the sports compete for those athletes. And when those athletes hit some age, like 15, in order to move to the next level, they have to choose their favorite sport. And right now, the best Canadian athletes are choosing hockey or maybe they're choosing basketball these days. Occasionally, they'll choose baseball or football. They do not choose um, soccer because there's nowhere for them to go in Canada with soccer. Whereas uh, the understanding that, that uh, the Canadian soccer community, but all the way from grassroots to the to the Victor Montagliani level, um, understand that if there was professional soccer in Canada, if these great athletes. Could, you know, if their role models were stars of, of the Hamilton Ford soccer team, they're more likely to stay in soccer than they are to choose basketball or whatever else they might choose. And and that's exactly why we're doing this, is, is we see this opportunity not the current generation of, of Canadian soccer players who are doing so much better than they ever have in the past, so I'd give them all the credit in the world. But it's the opportunity to turn the 15-year-old great athletes into the next, uh, uh, you know, the next great soccer player only by playing in Canada. We we want Canada to uh, to win the World Cup. Uh, that's uh, all my colleagues, by the way, in the soccer business. 
they're all willing to acknowledge that a goal should be to get Canada to the World Cup. I'm the only one who says, what the hell do we want to get to the World Cup for? We need to win the World Cup. That should be our goal. Well, and this and is this uh, is a, that's the formula. This is going to. It's not as if there's no market for this stuff, Bob. I mean, you know, just driving around town, uh, every every field. I mean, wherever you find it, there's yep. a soccer game going on someplace. Uh, we've I can remember when I was on city council, we actually I had to convert some baseball diamonds into soccer pitches because there's such a demand for it. But you're right. At at some point, there was a disconnect, and now you've given them a, a road to, to to continue with their play and to continue with their development. Uh, I refuse to say that I gave this to them, but yeah. The, the Canadian uh, Premier League as a as a national movement, uh, which is a partnership with the Canadian Soccer Association, which in turn is all the soccer moms and the kids playing in those fields. Uh, between all of us, we're you know the next Messi is going to be a Canadian Messi, and he's going to be playing uh, via the Canadian Pr- Premier League uh, for Canada in the World Cup. This is uh, this is an exciting time, and uh, and by the way, I, you mentioned a, a couple of the folks that have been driving forces in this, uh, and Scott Mitchell, I think, deserves an awful lot of credit. Every time I'd see Scott at the football games last year, he was always talking probably more soccer than he was football because he was so engrossed in this, and it's great to see all this hard work finally come to, to fruition like this. It is, and, and what's really uh, what gratifying and, and allows this business model to work it's where it gives us so much confidence in the future of this initiative, uh, is great uh, sponsors like Volkswagen and uh, Moosehead Beer just signed up at this a, a few days ago. And uh, uh, Media Pro, one of Europe's uh, most successful uh, media production and, and broadcast companies, is over here working with us because they see the potential of Canada, one of the top 10 economies of the world, playing as one of the top 10 teams in the world. And uh, and they would be part of that. And they, they see the enthusiasm of the kids and through the kids, the parents. And you're going to see it on Saturday, uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a rocking stadium. Uh, we're going to be, uh, it, it'll be full. It'll be on CBC National Television. Uh, it, we're doing this right, and we're doing it sustainably. By the way, that's a good point you raised, because I just saw that story. CBC made that announcement just the other day. Uh, whenever you start a new league, obviously, you, you need exposure like that, and you need the media partners. And for CBC to jump on and say, yeah, we're going to show those games, uh, That's uh, I, you know, as you say, they're going to show the home opener. But, I mean, we'll be able to watch Forge when they're on the road as well uh, because of that CBC connection. That's That's huge to try to get the word out about this league right across the country. Yeah, the CBC one is terrific, and, and yeah, I, I give them full credit for recognizing the opportunity. But, but, but Bill, you and I are a little uh, stale-dated, I think, <laughs> just before dates are passed, because the kids don't watch television. They watch the Internet, yep. and it is our media pro partners and their one soccer initiative. Uh, that is going to enable the broadcast to be seen literally around the world by everyone uh, from their smartphone to their big screen TV. Uh, so just you know, take a look if, if you're curious about any of this at, at our uh, CPL. Sorry, CANPL, uh, the Canadian Premier League. So it's C-A-N-P-L uh, dot C-A. Uh, where you can get all the information about how to watch this from wherever you happen to be. If you're at work, you can sneak it on your cell phone. If you're 
if you're in the den, you can uh, use the app to show it on your big screen TV. Uh, and of course, you really want to be there either at Tim Hortons Field or at the Wanderers Ground in Halifax, as the case may be. Well, and yeah, the gates open at noon tomorrow, we should mention. As you mentioned, uh, it starts at 1 o'clock sharp, but there's a lot going on before that and uh, lots of giveaways. You talked about the corporate sponsorship, and everybody's jumping on board with this now, and there's going to be giveaways not just at the beginning. uh, There's going to be mementos that are going to be given out at the field, too. It's it's a pretty special day, Bob. Well, not very often you launch a brand-new professional soccer league anywhere in the world uh, that the soccer community in Europe is paying a lot of attention to this initiative just because they never see it happen. All the soccer leagues you can point to around the world have been around for a hundred years. This is, this is quite an event in the, in, in the, the view of world soccer. Uh, I was on a business trip. I was in uh, Blackburn, uh, Lancashire in England, uh, just North of Liverpool at the Blackburn Rovers game. And they even knew about the CPL and the launch of the CPL coming up. So uh, so uh, world soccer is paying attention, and that's why great companies like Volkswagen are getting behind this project. I love how you guys have set the season up here, too. Uh, for, for those who may not know, it's, it's, it's a relatively long season, but you've really actually split it up into two halves, haven't you, Bob? Uh, it was, a lot of soccer leagues do that, yeah. and, and it adds a whole other level of, of excitement because... Now you get to, you know, if you haven't done well in the first half of the season, you make a great comeback. Well, in some leagues, you know, if you do poorly in the NHL, if you did poorly in the first half, you're sort of out of the playoff uh, picture by Christmas. Uh, Whereas this way, if you did badly in the first half, there's no reason you can't win the league in the second half of the season and play for the championship. Yeah, it's fabulous the way it's set up like that. And for as you mentioned, some soccer leagues do that. Some minor league baseball leagues do that as well, uh, especially some of the A ball, I guess, and double A ball. So you, you have that opportunity. Uh, I'm I'm surprised too as I look at the talent level here. The uh, the 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 talent of not just the the players but the coaching staff. There's a there's a, a great big pool to draw from here. And obviously, there's a big as you mentioned international interest in what's happening with this league now. And obviously, it's Bob from what we see here with the lineup we've got here, even for Forge FC. There's a lot of talented folks that want to be part of this organization. Uh, there are uh, there are Ed. Ed. Alex Bradbury, uh, who uh, Banbury, sorry, who, who played for the Hamilton Steelers yep. early in his career and then played at a very high level in Europe, uh, is is working hard on on trying to uh, bring a team to the Montreal area uh, for the CPL uh, next year, uh, and just uh, literally across the country uh, and around the world, people are are excited about what we're doing. Canadian soccer players uh, who are playing professionally in places like Turkey or looking forward to coming home and playing kind of uh, their friends and family. So, uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we see a big future to this initiative, and it all starts tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and the weather, Bill, I don't know how you organized it. It's raining today in Hamilton. It'll be raining on Sunday in Hamilton. But tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day to launch a soccer league. The soccer gods are smiling on you already, Bob. <laughs> oh, we, we should mention, by the way, uh, with all respect to our Thai Cat fans, who are legion, of course, in this community, uh, leave the black and gold at home tomorrow. Okay, you can get that out in a month or so when the, when the season, preseason starts. But it's wear orange tomorrow, right? Uh, it is very much. And, and uh, Thai Cat fans, uh, and I'm one of them, 
you know, we're, we're sort of a little wistful when the team chose uh, orange as, as its uh, orange and white as its primary colors. Um, and the reason uh, they did that is our soccer fans, uh, and the overlap is significant between, you know, all sports fans are sports fans. And the overlap between uh, Hamilton soccer fans and Ticat fans is significant. But interestingly enough, it's well under 50%. So we are bringing a whole new category of fan and of attendee to Tim Horton's field who haven't had a reason to go before. And those fans, the soccer fans, want their own brand. They want their own national brand. They don't want to be a younger uh, uh, or a, 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 a subsidiary club to the Tiger Cats. They want to be the equivalent of the Tiger Cats. And, and that's why we're building a brand uh, for the Forge that is unique and distinctive and very much Hamilton. Well, it starts at noon tomorrow, Tim Horton Field, and uh, it's going to be just a heck of a season and a heck of a home opener, too. Uh, Bob, congratulations to you and the whole organization for the work you've got to get us where we are now. And uh, we'll see you at the ballpark tomorrow and uh, at the soccer pitch, of course, and uh, good luck with the game. Uh, Bill, one last thought for yeah, your yeah. listeners is, is, in addition, of course, and, and this is the stress about Media Pro and, and watching the games on the Internet, um, it, we all think of the Internet as being dot-coms or maybe in Canada, dot-ca. Uh, the, the Forge is, is going in, in a very modern world. We're doing dot-clubs across the country. So it is forgefootball.club uh, if you want to keep up, if you want to download the app, if you want to see what the schedule looks like, if you want to see if you can score a, a ticket for tomorrow. Uh, it is forgefootball.club you want to take a look at. Absolutely. And by the way, you can also get a look at some of the memorabilia that's available, too. So you can get your scarf and wear it for tomorrow. Bob, good luck with All this. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow, Bob. Thanks so much, Bill. Looking forward to it. You betcha. Bob Young, of course, the owner of the uh, brand-new soccer club, Hamilton Forge FC, their home opener, 1 o'clock uh, kick tomorrow at uh, Tim Horton Field. We're back after the break. This is the Bill Kelly Show, 900 CHML.